three. I'm Alex Chernak. In today's episode, I want to talk about business development, sales. Uh, so you're, you might be someone that is interested in getting into sales and working for a small to mid-sized marketing agency. You see a job posted on LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Indeed, and you're wondering to yourself, you know, can I be successful in this role? What are they looking for? I have some sales background, maybe in marketing, maybe in another field. Um, is this the right role for me? So I want to talk about five things um, kind of based on my experience as someone that has done BD and sales for small and mid-sized agencies, someone that has uh, built and run teams, and someone that's had to do business development uh, for myself, for uh, my own consultancy. So what are five things that you should be uh, aware of, that you should ask, um, that you should sort of keep top of mind as you're exploring these opportunities? Um, so Number one, and these are in no particular order, um, but number one, um, sales tech stack. So if you are talking to, oftentimes at a small to mid-sized agency, you're going to be talking to someone in, on the executive leadership team uh, about the role, if not the, the CEO or the president themselves. Ask them what their sales te uh, tech stack looks like, if one exists. And what I mean by sales tech stack is, do they have a CRM? Do they have a, uh, a prospecting, a database prospecting tool? Do they have a sales intelligence tool? Right? Do they have sales and marketing automation in the form of HubSpot or Infusionsoft? Right? Um, you need these tools to be uh, effective and successful in your role. If those tools are not there, you're not going to be able to scale your efforts. Right? So there's only so many dials. There's only so many emails. Uh, that you can send. There's only so many opportunities that you can qualify and prospect and move through the pipeline manually. Um, we have the benefit of all of these great sales and marketing automation tools that will send sequence-based emails, you know, drip campaigns. You can program logic into. So depending on how a prospect interacts with a particular piece of content, we can follow up with something that is, uh, you know, more targeted and specific to them to get them to uh, react um, and sort of shorten shorten the sales cycle. Um, if that system, if those tools aren't there, that should be an indicator to you that the leadership or the CEO has not fully and in detail thought about supporting this role and the success of this role, right? They're, or they could just not be aware of that, that these tools exist, but you want to ask those questions because then you're going to, the follow-up question is, is there a budget to go out and, and acquire these tools or build them uh, in-house? So create something proprietary. So that's number one. Number two is success metrics. So you need to ask how success in your particular role will be evaluated. What are the KPIs? What are the key performance indicators beyond just revenue? Of course, they're going to tell you, you know, we need you to generate a half a million, three quarters of a million, $1.2 million in net new revenue in the first year. That's great. What are the other success metrics? Um, am I going to be responsible for marketing? Am I going to be responsible for um, creating collateral? What happens after I close a sale? Right. Uh, am I responsible for onboarding and sort of staying, you know, holding that client's hand 
uh, throughout maybe in the first three to six months uh, of an engagement. Um, it, will that be part of you know my how my success in this role is evaluated? Um, is it evaluated based on my ability to generate demand at the top of the funnel? Is it just based on you know closing business? Is it the ability to author RFPs? Right, all those things you kind of want to tease out. Again, if um, someone did a good job uh, identifying, uh, you know how success in the role will be measured if they have a documented sales and marketing plan um, that you're walking into uh, sort of taking over or adding on to, um, they'll be able to speak to, to those KPIs. If they haven't, um, and the reason why I say this is to sort of tangent a little bit, a lot of small to mid-sized agencies uh, tend to hire business development people uh, when there's a particular inflection point. And that inflection point is uh, usually revenue is plateaued or it's taking starting to take a dip, right? And so they, they panic a little bit and they say, well, we need to bring in a sales guy to help us uh, build out a, our pipeline. That's it. And, and their expectation sometimes is uh, uh, that this sales or biz dev guy is just going to produce miracles, right? Uh, so that is why you want to ask those questions, because if they took the time to not only find the right individual, but ensure that this individual is working uh, is walking into an, an environment where they're set up for success, all of these things will have been discussed and defined. Um, which leads me to number three, expectations for the first year in the role broken down by quarter. So don't just let the hiring manager tell you that they want you to bring in an X amount of revenue in the first 12 months, first 24 months. Ask them about a ramp up period. You know, what happens in the first 90 days? What do they want you to do? Um, are you sort of, you know, learning the products and the services, fig figuring out how you're, you, you know, work within the, the broader team? Um, are you starting to sort of, you know, seed uh, the messaging that you need out in, uh, across your, your prospect list? Um, Get a good understanding of their uh, their sales cycle length. So ask for historical data. Ask for historical information. How long does it typically take them to close a piece of business? And then what type of business is that? Is that retainer-based? Is that a one-time project? Um, is it strategy business? Is it web development? Is it creative? Is it rebrand? Uh, you know, project work, what kind of business is that? Because there can be a, a, a difference in sales cycle depending on the type of uh, project that you're looking to, to close and, and bring on, right? So if you're, if you're, if you're chasing a half a million dollar um, rebrand and website redesign project, that might take, you know, six to 12 to 18 months to close versus uh, smaller scale, maybe SEO retainer, you can come in and, and get that, win that piece of business uh, in a little bit of a shorter time frame. So ask what they expect of you within the first 12 months broken down by quarter. Number four, support resources. So this is very important. A lot of times in these sort of rush hiring situations, an individual will walk into an environment where there's no sales culture, right? There's no sales system. 
and all of a sudden you realize, well, there's no collateral, the website's outdated, right? I don't have any one sheets, I don't have any up-to-date PowerPoints, and I don't have any email templates. Where do I go, what do I do, how do I create this stuff? I'm not a designer, right? I'm a sales guy. Um, who do I go to to help me create this collateral? If leadership hasn't informed the broader team that, hey, we now have a business development role, we have a business development resource, you need to allocate a percentage of your time to supporting uh, this person in their needs, um, you might get pushback, right? This might create conflict. They, this, you know, if you go to a graphic designer and say, hey, can you help me clean up this PowerPoint? They're working on uh, client work. They might go to, the, to their manager and say, hey, why is this sales guy bothering me? Um, I wasn't told that I need to support them. So ask what is the system? What is the sales culture that you're walking into? Um, are there any individuals that are directly assigned to supporting you? Or is there sort of a, a timeshare approach uh, amongst the larger team uh, as far as folks that you can tap into on a daily basis that can help you produce the type of content, um, collateral, digital assets, traditional assets that you need to be effective in your role? Number five, most important part, compensation, okay? Um, the typical compensation model is base plus commission, right? The devil is always in the details. So what does the commission part look like is really what you want to find out um, or get more detail around. Um, some small businesses small to mid-sized agencies, I should say, only wanna pay you out as the revenue is coming in, right? So you close a piece of business, let's say it's for, for uh, $12,000, um, and the agency will say, well, we'll only pay you as uh, the client pays us. So they pay us a thousand bucks a month, we'll pay you your 7%. You should negotiate that, right? You went out, you spent, six months, 12 months, however long to go out and identify that prospect, build, build, build a relationship with that prospect, close them, right? Um, you're owed, in my opinion, commission on the entire contract value. So if in your employment agreement, they say that should you leave and we only paid you out on $1,000, of that entire contract that is all you get, negotiate that part, right? So understandably, you know, small to mid-sized agencies, there's cash flow considerations, that sort of thing. Uh, they wanna minimize risk. They don't wanna pay you out on, you know, the entire, let's say 12,000 upfront because if the client defaults, then they're sort of stuck holding the bag. They don't wanna come to you and ask you to pay back that commission. That's fine. Uh, they can pay you as the client pays, but if you separate from the company, there should be an agreement that they continue to pay you uh, on the entire value of the contract until the contract expires. So that is one sort of little little tip um, to to keep in mind and, and to ask uh, about as you're negotiating your your salary and your compensation package. That's five uh, total things that uh, you should be mindful of as you're pursuing your sales and business development career at a small and mid-sized agency. This has been episode three. We'll see you in the next one.